For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning. It's May 4th, 2022, and this is 5-Minute Daily Devotionals with Religionless Christianity. This morning, we're going to take another look at this idea of Christians in disagreement by focusing on when we should stand for our beliefs, even to the point of disunity. So again, just to recap, we've been looking at a quote from Charles Spurgeon on how he viewed a man he vehemently disagreed with on certain doctrinal issues, John Wesley. Spurgeon made clear that though he had serious disagreements, he still held John Wesley and his faith in very high regards and made certain to point out that though he, Charles Spurgeon, held the Calvinistic theology, he in no way believed heaven was full of only those who held to the same theology. There are places, though, where we are instructed to not associate with people, those who have given over to sinful lifestyles. The Apostle Paul warns us in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 11, But now I am writing to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name of brother if he is guilty of sexual immorality or greed or is an idolater, reviler, drunkard, or swindler, not even to eat with such a one. And again he warns us in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 6, and then 14 through 15. Now we command you, brothers, In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you keep away from any brother who is walking in idleness and not in accord with the traditions that you received from us. If anyone does not obey what we say in this letter, take note of that person and have nothing to do with him that he may be ashamed. Do not regard him as an enemy, but warn him as a brother. So, you know, this, however, has to do I think, with lifestyle choices and is largely intended to draw them back into right alignment with the faith they claim to hold to. But what happens and how should we view believers and even denominations that hold to and promote views that are contrary to sound Christian doctrine? You know, let's just take the Episcopal Church, for example, and their support for homosexuality amongst their congregants, even to the point of promoting those of that sinful lifestyle to pastoral positions. You know, another very prominent one that's finding footing today is those who push a racialized idea of Christianity and salvation, sort of this black liberation theology. When it comes to matters of salvation and promoting ideas that are sure to lead people off the narrow path that leads to life, we must passionately disagree. And as we're instructed in the book of Jude, one, uh, chapter 1, verse 3, we must contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. Now we contend with love and compassion. We contend with a heart towards reconciliation. 
but we cannot back down and we cannot give an inch when we're discussing matters of eternal life and eternal death. This is the same when it comes to entire faiths that hold to an anti-Christian doctrine, even though they may seek to claim the Christian mantle, like Mormonism, in love and compassion, but with firmness of conviction, we must denounce these views. And I have another point that I want to make on this, but it's going to run too long, so it'll have to wait until Monday. So I'll just end by saying, denouncing satanic values is not hateful, but that is the label you'll surely wear if you stand with conviction. However, we cannot be so consumed with pleasing man that we bring dishonor on our God. And our psalm of the day comes from Psalms 24, verse 8 and 10. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. And our proverb comes from Proverbs 4, verse 20 and 22. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings, for they are life to those who find them. And I'll end praying for you from Psalms 145. May the Lord show you he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, that the Lord is good to all, and his mercy is over all that he has made. May you know the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth that the Lord preserves all who love him. God bless.